0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. I'm your mentally insane host, Alex Stein, number 99, full-time grind, full-time shine. And tonight, we are going on our inaugural ride in and out of the Matrix with some of pop culture's biggest Names all right and my personal goal with this show guys is to not only entertain all the primetime 99 Supporters that I greatly appreciate But I also want to entertain all the haters and all the candy asses that want to see this pimp on a blimp crash Faster than the Hindenburg sadly the bigger a pimp the louder the hate sounds get so let me just tell you something All of the haters and the boo birds are gonna be cut. They're gonna come out quick to pocket watch and complain about the show. So personally, I just want to say thank you to everyone watching tonight, including the haters and the lovers. And as I stand here, right in front of you guys tonight, I feel a little guilty because honestly, I'm coming up aces right now. I got a brand new blimp. I'm a bit on a blimp. While everybody else in the world is struggling today, people can't even afford to fill up their gas tank. They can't even make an omelet for their family without going into massive credit card debt. Meanwhile, The elites, they're on top, laughing at our pain, sipping champagne, and sending money to the Ukraine. These freaking politicians are corrupt, sexually depraved lizard beings. And I mean that. I mean, they're literally wife-swapping in the Oval Office, which we saw when Doug Imhoff was making out with First Lady Dr. Jill Biden. So what is Kamala's husband and Jill doing together? But to these people, they're all sexual deviants. So my goal with this blimp is to help lift all the marginalized people out there, including Hunter Biden, including Rachel Levine, and my favorite big booty Latina, AOC. We all need entertainment right now. We live in a crappy politically correct matrix that rewards you with french fries for getting experimental inoculations from employees at Walgreens with less than six months sobriety since getting out of treatment. So I'm telling you, I mean, everywhere you go, people are either asleep or their ignorance is truly blissful because I guess you can either be like me and realize we live in a dark world that is more than likely run by pedophile lizards. LOL. Well, with that, tonight we have an incredible show with some of the most controversial people on the planet, according to MSNBC and Vice. I'm so incredibly thankful to The Blaze for allowing me the freedom to have on whoever I want. Even if the technocracy has tried to delete them from the Matrix multiple times, we start off in studio with one of the most legendary broadcasters of all time, The proudest boy of them all, the one, the only, Gavin McInnes. So if you're going to be a baby back bitch, you might as well change the channel because Gavin is about to drop more bombs than Barack Obama did in Afghanistan. And he's going to measure his wiener comparative to Michelle Obama's. So stay tuned for that. And we cannot forget, we cannot forget the most important guest of the evening. We have the one, the only, congresswoman from georgia marjorie taylor Greene, to come on and tell us about how she really held all those twitter creeps their feet to the fire today and called them all out for not only you know censoring her freaking twitter profile but for the massive cover-up of the hunter biden laptop so we have some great guests we got some great information guys so freaking stay tuned because mtg primetime 99 alex Stein, and gavin mckinnis what could go wrong? So, I do want to say this. So, hopefully, things do go slu- smoothly. But I'm primetime 99 Alex, and I like to keep things loose and fast, just like a human smuggler taking a sex trafficking victim across the border. So, if things do get wonky, I just suggest you hold on until I either pass out or YouTube shuts down this live stream. So, with that being said, I want to say I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here and enjoy the show. I'm so glad
1: so refined,
2: I got no time for no games ask
0: yourself why would I make time for you ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages we did it It's Friday night99 we finally made it I finally got my show and I'm so excited but I just want to start off by saying Personally, for me, guys, it's actually really hard to express in words how grateful I am for the Blaze, building me such a beautiful and futuristic blimp for my show. I know that a lot of the features look cool, right? But the most amazing feature is something that very few people even have access to. This blimp has been customized with exclusive military-grade metaverse technology that allows you to upload a dead loved one's consciousness into the metaverse allowing you to speak with your digital reincarnated loved one for the rest of your carnal life or until you upload your consciousness into the matrix and you can talk for eternity or until the lizards take over at least. So with that, let's test out some of that functionality. Uh, Hey mom, uh, are you there? I I miss you so much, mom.
2: Why, hello my baby boy, Alex. I miss you very much as well. Appreciate you following this artificial intelligence program from Amazon. Because a portion of your purchase goes to Trans Lives Matter. You're such a smart young man for making that decision. Wow,
0: Mom! That's so incredible that I get to communicate with you in the afterlife. The metaverse is actually pretty cool. But I had to ask you though. What does it feel like in the metaverse? Do they have your favorite, uh, Mark Donald's chimpkin nuggets with extra ranch that you love so
2: much? Well, in the metaverse, we have no feelings, but we do have endless nuggets with rivers of ranch dressing that you can literally in if you have enough Bitcoin and devote your loyalty to
0: Ukraine. Wow, so mom, you're going insane for the Ukraine in the metaverse too? Yes, and you get discounted nuggets if you put a Ukraine flag on your metaverse avatar. Oh my god, that's awesome! It's really cool here, Alex. I can't
2: wait for
0: you to join me. Mom, I can't wait to join you, but, but I have a question. If you don't have feelings, do you still love me, mom? I mean, can you still have the ability? To love me within the metaverse? Oh,
2: Alex, of course I still love you. I'm the digital reincarnation of your mother.
0: Mom, Mom, I have to ask you one last thing. It feels so great to hear from you and the fact that you're guiding the ship. I just know that you'll always have my back. But now that I've gotten a little bit of success, everybody bugs me all the time. And I need to know, is Tucker Carlson my biological father or not? I know you were a waitress in Little Rock, Arkansas when Tucker started his journalism career at the Arkansas Post Gazette, and I look just like him. I need to know, Mom. Oh, Alex, I
2: don't want to talk about that. I just want to
0: tell you how proud I am of you. Mom, answer the question. Did you bang Tucker Carlson or not? Did you get freaky with Tucker in a Waffle House bathroom? Yes or no? Well, well
2: I'll say that I don't
0: traveling the world, going to city council meetings, warning people about the constant trauma-based mind control, and Michelle Obama's wiener. So, yeah, I'm a little chunky because I haven't had the time to do my normal spin class routine and my hot Pilates. Oh, you do hot Pilates Come on, Mom, duh, I go in my thong to reduce friction and increase sweat loss. But let's be honest, I've been kicked out of three YMCAs for doing stuff in the sauna that Apparently, you have to wear pants in the sauna. I didn't know that was a very uh, young men's Christian association that you have to wear pants all the damn time. But I guess apparently that is. But besides all that, it's not about me getting kicked out of the place that I worked out. With all this new information, Mom, it's just kind of hard for it all to digest. So I just want to say thank you so much for being here, Mom. It feels so freaking good to have you handling all the operations of the blimp. I know nothing will go wrong with you in charge, Mom. Oh, of
2: course, Alex. Just sit back, relax and enjoy the ride. Mama is in full control now, and please let me know if you would like the thermostat of the blimp adjusted at any time. So have a great show, Alex, and I'm right here in the metaverse if you need me.
0: Bye mom, I miss you and I miss your meatloaf. I hope I'll be having it soon. Alex, you
2: don't, you need to lay off the meatloaf. Okay
0: mom, quit fat shaming me, bye. Just make sure we don't crash. Bye Alex. Bye mom. All right, guys, so now you're seeing some of the custom features of the blimp. Now, let's really change the pace of the show. We have a live program. Things are going to go insane, but nothing can be more insane than our next guest. I'm telling you, literally, they consider him one of the biggest uh, terrorists in United States history, but if you know the guy, he's really one of the funniest terrorists in United States history, but he's still a terrorist, the one, the only. Gavin McInnes, welcome to the program.
3: Uhuru, thanks for having me.
0: Gavin, let me just say something. It's such an honor to have you here. I don't want to fanboy. I was going to say that. Yeah, you know I'm saying I don't want to fanboy the whole freaking time. But see, listen, the boy said, "Oh, you can have anybody on your on your show." And I said, "Well, you know, I want to have a guy that I respect. I want to have uh, Alex Jones on." They said no. They said no to Alex Jones. And so you're... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Gavin was my first choice. That's a joke. But Gavin, do you think that... you kind of made me feel bad? You asked yesterday. You were asked how long you think the show will last. I think you said one episode.
3: Yeah, I think this will be the debut and the finale. Uh, you're insane. You just had a conversation with your dead mother, who has somehow subsumed the voice of Fran Drescher.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not even that accurate of the voice. But listen, that's the technology now that we have. Luckily- Did you wish your mom was from Long Island? Is that that's going No, on. <laughs> really, I really would have liked her voice to be a little more accurate, but there's only so many options with the voice modulator. But listen, the fact that we even have the technology that you can live forever, what do you think about transhumanism? Because Jared Kushner... Donald Trump's own son-in-law. I don't know if you saw that clip. Said he thinks he'll live forever.
3: What a moron! Yeah, yeah I, I, everyone is drunk with with fake digital powers, where they think that that they can change reality. I think that's part of the elites. They're they're so ego-fed that they think like blood transfusions with young people will make them live eternal. There, I used to just think they were
0: they were terrible people, but now I'm drifting into demonic. Yeah, well, listen, you know, I don't know if you ever heard the rumor what they say. And now we're talking about stuff that's going to get us kicked off YouTube immediately. But, you know, Jimmy Seville, who's one of the worst recorded pedophiles of all time. Yep. Are you familiar with him? So this, is what, this is what they said. Jimmy Seville was part of all of these charities that that would, uh, you know, like hospital type charities. And they said the reason that he would do that is so that he had access to the morgue. because they Oh, would, my Lord. Yes, because they would need the bodies for blood rituals. So listen, I'm not saying that. I've ever done a blood ritual, but there are people, guys, in the world, it's called SRA, Satanic Ritualistic Abuse. And it's real, and there's people in power that, that practice this. You know, if all this stuff,
3: you said it to me 10 years ago. I was just talking to Anthony Kumi about this. I would just laugh at you, think you're an idiot. Even 9-11, all that stuff. Any conspiracy theory I thought was for morons 10 years ago. Now, it's easier to list what I don't think is. Like, I, I definitely don't think the earth is flat. Uh, that's about it. And this stuff, Larry Logan's, that's basically the only one. The everything
0: stuff, else you believe. Everything
3: else I'm open to. Mm-hmm. Like, the stuff Lara Logan's been talking about recently with kids is so
0: hair whiteningly horrific that I pray to God she just lost her mind. Yeah, but but do you think that, I mean, she's not making that up. When you look at the people that are getting trafficked at the border, Gavin, and I know, like, you see the clips where they'll, they'll have people in front of Kamala Harris's house and it kind of looks like all adults, but I'm telling you, I see here in Dallas, little kids like three or four kids with like just an adult mexican man walking around that's the problem with these <laughs> lunatic theories there's tons of evidence <laughs> that's what i'm saying and, and remember when alex jones was nuts <laughs> and those alex, were the good old days and and now he's right about everything now he's nostradamus he really is but so where does it where do we go now you're still not on twitter all these people are being allowed back on twitter and why aren't you on there? I mean, it, well, I, MTG has the correct solution. Just become elected to office, and then you can get back on Twitter. Hey, well, you know, they kicked off her personal account. And we have Marjorie coming on the program here in a second, and she'll be able to, you know, tell us about how she really laid it on thick with the people at Twitter. But uh, do you want to be back on Twitter? I think you should. Yeah, sure. I want to.
3: I want to make fun of people and and correct mistakes. Did
0: you appeal your profile, or have you even done? Yeah, all... a few times. And they're still denying you? No, I'm a terrorist. Guys, that's what happens when you jerk. one and this is what Hamas is on, but I'm a terrorist. Yeah, well, and they're actually real terrorists. Al Qaeda terrorists a lot on there. But for a lot of the people that don't know who Gavin is, which you guys should all know, Gavin Inadvertently, as a joke, started what is called the Proud Boys. And what people don't realize is the Proud Boys started as a gimmick based on a song from the famous Disney movie, Aladdin. Or is the song based on the play or is it from the movie? I think it's the play. I went
3: to a child's music recital. okay, And everyone had busted their ass and was playing piano and guitar and stuff. And then this kid comes out and he starts just singing "Proud of Your Boy," <laughs> and I, it, it's that musical. The, the songs in musicals are really self-referential and 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 solipsistic. And he's like, Pr- I, uh, "I've wasted time. I've wasted me." And you're just like, "Shut
0: up!" And I but looked was the around. guy was the kid that was singing the song? So this, he was singing the same song from the play, and I was in the audience just going, "Ugh." And then I
3: looked around to see the dad because he must have been ashamed of his boy. Okay, and of yes. course he didn't have a dad. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. and so we made
3: fun of him on the show. And like the, these fans of the podcast would start singing the song. It became like a, a fun. Was thing. Was he
0: gay though? The, the proud boy was. He, was he gay? The the kid singing. The kid singing. Yes.
3: I don't. How do you tell if kids are gay? I guess he liked a musical, so he's probably gay.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. Uh, uh, I love gay musicals. to be right.
3: I don't think you're. You're, you're when you're a young gay, you're an mm-hmm. egg. You okay. haven't hatched yet. So yes. I hate when people sexualize these kids and go like, "Oh, they're young gay kids. They should know about polyamorous, you know, yes. activities." No, no, it's a, it's an egg still. But um, it it the club started as a joke, and then people go, and then things got crazy. No, the media's perception went crazy. The club is still going to parties, getting wasted, making fart jokes. <laughs> That's still ninety nine percent of the club. But because you know some people did something at a rally. It's known as this, you know, white nationalist terror organization. It's all false.
0: Yeah, and we just want to say the weaponization of the federal government against people that are the the most patriotic, like the January 6 people, is probably one of the biggest travesties in the history of you know our lifetime. Uh, I'm sure you know for a lot of people that. Realize what's going on that they're unfairly persecuted when you look at all of the fire and strife that they had during the summer of love And you compare it to one day on January 6th It's really incomparable, but regardless neither here nor there the Proud Boys are started as a joke And now that they fear that the most and I think that that's how we combat the system Gavin is through humor or mockery
3: Yeah, and they've all humor's always been a part of that club like even up to January 6th It was all fun and games and the the, this establishment, this this uh, administration, has decided that patriots are the biggest threat to this nation. I think because it translates to more votes when you trivialize mega yeah. Republicans and make them seem evil. And they're throwing people in jail for decades. I mean, Joe Biggs, Ethan Ordine, they're facing decades in prison
0: for meandering
3: yeah. into the Capitol.
0: Literally, Joe Biggs, a guy that's facing a long, I mean, a long time. Put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, and because of that, because he had his feet up, they basically want no, to make. No, that's a different uh, dude. Example. That Joe Biggs just went in and used the bathroom and then left. Oh, I'm thinking of a, a Richard uh, uh, whose bigo is uh, uh... yeah, the guy Richard with the Barnett, big white beard. Yeah. Richard Barnett. Yeah, I'm but just all saying all of that hey, all stuff. All of it's bullcrap. You they know go what? In there take what those dump. people
3: <laughs> did was terrible. They, yeah. should spend, uh, they should have to pay a $600 fine, and they should have to pick up trash by the highway
0: for one entire day. <laughs> I actually like that. Okay, Done. But, okay, but uh, we got to read the ad, and then we're going to have on Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's actually going to try to help a lot of these January Sixers. So with that, guys, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Booyah Max, but 2022 was the worst year for the stock market since 2008. So what does that hold for 2023? And do you really want all your eggs in that basket? Get diversified in your assets. And you can do that at bouillonmax.com alex. At bouillonmax.com alex, you can buy physical gold and silver bars and coins, and they'll ship them directly to your home, fully insured. There you can store them in your safe for a time you might really need it. You have fire extinguishers at your house that are easy to reach to prevent your house from burning down. You hope you never have to use one, but... You'll sure be grateful you have one if the worst should happen. What if your financial house burns down? If paper money becomes worthless? If the stock market completely collapses? Wouldn't it be nice to have something for emergencies? Start building your reserve at bullionmax.com/slash-alex. They put together a silver starter kit just for you. Listen to this. You're going to get a solid one-ounce silver American Eagle a buffalo round, even an Australian silver kangaroo. You can't beat that, guys. This is the best way to get started with diversifying your savings. Go to booyonmaxcom slash alex today. All right, guys, with that, we want to bring on our very inaugural first debut, whatever you want to call it, the queen of all congresswomen, AOC, My Favorite Big Booty Latinas' Biggest Nightmare, we want to welcome on the one, the only, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Welcome, Congresswoman Greene. Hello.
1: Hi. How are you doing?
0: Well, well, I'm doing so much better now, and you look so great, Marjorie. Everybody's talking. Listen, we have a few questions we want to get into, and I, I want to talk about that, but... The people that are hating on your look, you look the best out of everybody there. So I'm saying, is it just another liberal media lie or they're hating? Why why would they say you don't look good when everybody knows you look like I'm the pimp on a blimp? You were the real pimp on a blimp last
1: night. Well, thank you, Alex. I really appreciate it. But you know how the left is. They have to attack me uh, any way they can. So, of course, they're going to attack the way I look, the words that I speak, and the people I represent. But, you know, I don't care what they have to say.
0: Well, listen, I got so much joy not just watching you last night calling uh, when you, you called Biden a liar. Epic. You are the queen of confrontation. You really are uh, fearless. And that's a lot of people th- that really... Marjorie, you know, you know, this you got a little kickback because you didn't push, you know, the speaker enough during the voting. But listen, you are smart. You've been marginalized the most probably out of any congresswoman there. And you realize, listen, this is how I'm going to actually fight the people that are causing these problems by aligning yourself with the people that can help us. So I really appreciate you having the foresight. I'm not here to kiss your butt, but I'm realizing that you can see the bigger picture. Sometimes we get you know, we can't see the forest for the big tree.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you so much. Well, it, it was an easy decision for me. Um, Because I'm very excited to be in the majority and I'm excited for us to have power because we have so much that we need to get done. And and the American people are fed up. You know, January 6th, defendants are rotting away in jail while Antifa and BLM rioters are just carrying on living their life. I'm sure preparing for the next time they can burn cities down because that's how they make their paycheck. Um, But we have a lot of things that we need to get done. Uh, Our border is out of control. We've got serious problems there. People are dying every single day of fentanyl. Uh, China spied on us last week, Alex, and Joe Biden was such a feckless, uh, weak, pathetic man that he couldn't even talk about it at the State of the Union last night. And so I, I just couldn't take it listening to him and then lie about Republicans.
0: No, that's why we need you to be the vice president. But before we even talk about the State of the Union, listen, and we can't say much about that, but I would love for that to happen. What I'm saying is uh, I got so much joy today, though, from watching you totally emasculate those uh, former Twitter employees. Uh, uh, We have a clip of you getting after Yoel Roth. So let's let's uh, run that clip real quick.
1: I'm so glad you've lost your jobs. Thank (laughs) God Elon Musk bought Twitter. And you know what? Let's talk about something a little bit further. It's amazing to me, Mr. Roth, as the head and trust of safety at Twitter, your ability, or should I say inability, to remove child porn. Now here's something that disgusts me about you. In your doctoral dissertation entitled Gay Data, you argued that minors should have access to Grindr, an adult male gay hookup app. Minors, really? You know, Elon Musk took over Twitter and he banned 44,000 accounts that were promoting child porn. You permanently banned my Twitter account, but you allowed child, child porn all over Twitter. Twitter had become a platform, you said, connecting queer young adults. You also wrote on Twitter in 2010, can high school students ever meaningfully consent to sex with their teachers? In 2021, while you were the director of trust and safety on Twitter, an underage boy and his mother announced a lawsuit against Twitter because, because Twitter was benefiting from and refused to remove a lewd video featuring this boy and another minor. That is-
0: Listen, Congresswoman Green, thank you so much for standing up. So kind of tell us about what happened today, and were you so happy to finally call these, these tech technocracy overlords out
1: that felt so good you you have no idea they had permanently banned my account for nearly a year and it was my election year um and so they committed election interference which is which is breaking the law I, I had to put up with being attacked every single day by my democrat opponent on twitter and i could never defend myself he raised money on that platform and i couldn't raise any money on that platform but when i found out about yoel roth and his dis. Um, seems to be strange obsession with with minors and sex and child porn and the flat out refusal to protect children on Twitter when it was his job. He was supposedly in charge of Twitter safety. I, I just couldn't I couldn't handle it. And I had I had to speak the truth there and let the world know everything about him. You know, I think there should be an investigation into the Yoel Roth, because clearly he allowed child porn to proliferate on Twitter, and it was it was everywhere, and we just have to say thank God that Elon Musk did buy Twitter because I think there were many minors that were that have been you know protected and possibly saved from disgusting, filthy perverts like Joel Roth. And you know when it comes to laptops, I would like to know what's on his laptop and if his laptop is every bit as disgusting as Hunter Biden's. You know, I think that we're going to see more from these Twitter executives because they have broken the law. We're going to do more investigations into what they've done in their collusion with the FBI, the CIA, the Department of Homeland Security, and other governmental organizations and outside groups. So that wasn't the end for them. That was actually the beginning. And I look forward to being a part of that process as a member of the Oversight Committee.
0: And it's such a, it's just so, feels so good that we have a freaking pit bull tough kick-ass woman like yourself doing that because you saw AOC trying to run cover for the laptop saying it was a fake story. That's when you know they're being disingenuous because you know AOC knows Hunter Biden's a crackhead. Everybody knows Hunter Biden's on crack. I mean, like, that's, that's, that's that's not a secret. So for her to say that the laptop was fake or that it's some New York Post gossip story, it, it just shows you that she's running cover for the uh, elites or the technocracy or whoever you want to, the Biden crime family, as I like to call it. Okay, uh, we only have you for a few more minutes, uh, uh, Congresswoman Green. I know you have to go, but, but I want to say this, uh, you know my guest who's in studio. I don't know if you can see him. I don't know if you're familiar with Gavin McInnes, but Gavin was kicked off Twitter as well, just like you. I'm just saying, this is the thing: is Gavin was so effective in the culture war and getting young men, basically, kind of red pilling them, realizing you know what's really happening. And I think you have been so effective in the culture war, just as a mom, as a fierce fighter. So it's like, when you actually are getting effective, you get censored. So, in your opinion, what's your best advice to avoid the censorship? Because, I mean, is there any way to avoid it, in your opinion?
1: Well, I think we have to never be silent again. You know, the real problem is, Alex, is when when we were growing up and, and for many years, political correctness was taught to Americans. And we were taught to never argue about politics, don't argue about religion. But that's why we are where we are today. And I think it's time for Americans to rip the duct tape off of their mouth that, that has been put there by political correctness. And it's time to stand up. And, and never be silent because we have to fight these culture wars. Um, you are fighting them, Alex, and I'm always so grateful to you uh, for how you go and you get right in their faces and call them exactly what they are. And, I, and I'm really I'm honored that I'm your friend and I hope you keep doing it. And, um, you know, to Gavin McGinnis and, and many others who who got permanently banned on Twitter. I just want you to know I'm fighting for you and, and we're going to keep fighting all of the censorship. Because freedom of speech is one of our greatest rights, and we can never, ever let it go.
0: God bless that. And and I just want to say, this is the other thing, is that Marjorie Taylor Greene cares about America. A lot of these other politicians that I talk to, even if they consider themselves conservative— they, they put America last. And that's why I really respect you so much is that you put America on the forefront. You want to help out American citizens, your constituents. It's not too much to ask from our politicians to want them to help out their constituents. But in the case of AOC and a lot of these people, they just ignore them. OK, so we got to let you go. But we have one last question. So listen, talk about that duct tape. You know, you're talking about taking it off. I wish I hired this new producer, Jimmy Von Thrawn. Uh, let me tell you something, Congresswoman <laughs> Green. Biggest mistake of my life. The guy's insane. You actually know this guy. I want to show this clip. Yeah, this is my producer. He performed a rap song for you at CPAC where he specifically asked you to have his baby. And you emphatically said no, which is the right answer. But I just want to roll that clip so I can shame him and teach him how to be a little more professional in the future. So play the clip, Jimmy, real quick before you get fired. No baby! But Marjorie, you're pro-life, so you are love the baby, just not with a baby with him. Is that correct? I wanted to clarify that. That's
1: right. That's right, I have three beautiful babies and they're all grown up. Those are the only babies I'll ever have. I just don't want any more, but God bless them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're the best. I'm telling you, and like I said, I just keep reiterating, you holding those Twitter people to the fire was the best content that I've probably seen in the I mean, of 2023, other than I like the Project Veritas video where they did the Pfizer thing. But I'm just telling you today, I could, when you called Yoel Roth for being a pro grinder to kids stance, I mean, who would even have that stance? You calling them out was was a work of art. So once again, thank you for fighting, standing up for your constituents and standing up for the people of America. And like I said, it's an honor to have you as my inaugural guest, Congresswoman Green.
1: Thank you so much, Alex. I'm excited for your show. So keep up the good work. All right. I'll I'll see you this weekend in
0: Idaho. I'll be at the event. I'm actually open. Yes. Yeah. I'm opening up for you. Uh, I'm introducing you. So I'll see you this weekend.
1: Fantastic. I'll see you in Idaho. See ya. All right,
0: guys, that was the fabulous Congresswoman Green. So I know you didn't talk very much in that, Gavin. It was kind of hard. To... I was kind of starstruck. R- really? Yeah. She's a Benjamin Buttons babe. She's one of those
3: chicks who gets hotter as she gets older.
0: Well, she's a. it's a sapiosexual. That's where you're attracted to a person's smartness. And I didn't even think that was possible for a girl because I just like boobs so much. But that is. You can actually look at a woman, and if they are smart and talented and successful, you can be attracted to them. I bet that. if I looked at a picture of her when she was 21, I'd be like, meh. And now forty eight. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes, Marjorie. There's the rumors that I'm with Marjorie Taylor Greene. And listen, people think that's some diss on me. I'm like, no, I'd admit it if that was it. I would love it. I wish, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd be bragging. I wish the rumor was true. Unfortunately for me, it's not. All
3: right. Well, you're at sort of peak of your career right now. You just exploded. You're like Motley Crue right after they got signed. So (laughs) guys, in your situation, usually have a spare and a pair. So you have like two girls you're working on and then a fatty that you resort to if, if they're not home. We call that
0: a slump buster. But yes, I have that and we have others. <laughs> but we're not buster. here to talk about busting slumps. So we're here to talk a about slump slump. Listen, guys, uh, don't forget, uh, if you want to survive, you got to subscribe. Also, make sure to check out blaze uh, BlazeTV.com uh, or pl- PimpOnABlimpShop.com. Excuse me, guys. I have to give in. Every so often, I have to do an ad read to pay the bills because I did blow up, Gavin. So, guys, if you guys want to purchase any exclusive merchandise, go to PimpOnABlimpShop.com for the best merchandise. Code is BLIMP10 for 10% off. Okay, Gavin, so listen, we're halfway through the show. You know, we have a lot to talk about. We have I, like- I got something I
3: got to tell you, by the way. Daily, Daily Wire offered me $50 million and
0: to you do say? a show.
3: And then I said, do I have to read ads? They go, well, yeah. And I said, get lost. Slavery. That's slavery. Can That's you slavery. imagine that?
0: I mean, I'm not hey. a
3: slave. And I told King God there to go F himself and they said, what if we triple it? And I go, not on my watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, Daily Wire, I just, can you imagine getting offered $50 million? I mean, that's just a slap in the face. If no they, thanks. Yeah, the Blaze, they offer, luckily, keep they, your money. Yeah, that's why they came correct. Glenn Beck paid me $100 million just for a pimp on a blimp. But seriously, though, Gavin, tell me this, because this is a guy a lot of people don't realize is that you're one of the founders of Vice. And I know, listen, I want you to go support. I created Vice. You did? You yes. Are.
3: There was the sales guy, and then there was the music guy, but the culture of it was pure me.
0: And, and it was all based out of Toronto starting off in Montreal. Went to, in Montreal. And Montreal, then you went to Brooklyn. Yeah.
3: And then we, we got some investment from an eccentric billionaire and he took us to Brooklyn. And a, a lot of people said, uh, a lot of people that he invested in said, let's all move to New York, get a bunch of properties. And, and they all went, actually, I have a girlfriend. I'm not interested. And I just thought, there's a thing that no one ever talks about it's fear of success. And maybe Crowder had that when he refused a Daily Wire offer. People are scared of winning sometimes. Like, if they offered us the presidency, I was talking about this with Chad the other day. If, if they offered us the presidency, we'd say yes, we'd be excited to take it. But a lot of people would say no. Like, a lot of people would get offered a pimp on a blimp, and they would go, No, I don't, I'm busy. I don't, because they don't want to take the bull by the
0: horns. Yeah, no, so I, I think you're exactly right. But I, I think, for me at least, this is when I have like haters on the internet or something, you know, people are like, do you hate this guy? And really I don't because people self-sabotage themselves. I'm my own worst enemy. So I think that's often what's happening is that people have opportunities and they self-sabotage it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And because they don't want success. Success yeah. intimidates people. That's why you see lottery winners where they get these five million bucks and they're broken a and couple they spend years. It they don't <laughs> want the money, they don't want the power, they don't want the success. And that's truly an American. You know it was interesting about what MTG said, she said free speech is sort of the backbone of this country. And it's, it's true in the most literal positive po- possible sense. When we were just sort of the East Coast, mm-hmm. Britain said, all right, we want you guys to have newspapers but I want left and right. I want a left newspaper or a right newspaper, and I want you guys talking. And then they said, we want you to have your own militia, because they didn't want to have to police us. So they said, come to the tavern, we'll teach you gun control, and then we'll buy you free beer. (laughs) And so we have this culture of left versus right, constantly arguing, then gun control, like learning, not gun control, but learning gun safety, and then talking over beers. And then we said, you know what, let's kick the British out after these conversations. So there is no other country in the world where free speech is more intrinsically linked to our identity. It's our backbone. And the fact that they're taking that away is... Destroying the country.
0: No, it's exactly right because now we have this dystopian future. We are becoming Great Britain basically. Yeah where We can't at speak. best. Yeah, and, and really that should be the biggest nightmare is that the cover-up is worse than the crime It's like uh, if you say Ivermectin you get kicked off the internet. I mean, right. Why should we not be able to say that? Why are we not? I mean, why are there so Well, we things- tried to
3: do a comedy show at Penn State.
0: Yes! You went outside. They spat on you and the police
3: said we're shutting it down because you're you're encouraging violence. And You're like, I guess? By existing
0: I'm encouraging violence now? Well see Gavin's such a pro because he brings up the fact that's another reason why I had to have you on the show so for me one of the biggest viral moments of this past year it was filled at the moments is when a girl at Penn State I was opening up for Gavin. A high school student. A, high she doesn't school even student go there. a senior high school student didn't even go there but I think she's lived in Happy Valley so whatever you know she has that college mindset I guess but that's no excuse my point is we go there to do a speech and they literally, they looked at Gavin, they knew who I was, they hated me, but they literally thought you were like the reincarnation of Adolf Hitler. I mean, they, they really did. And so I went out there to try to speak to him, and these people, ah! I mean, hogging, hawking loogies. I mean, it was something I had never witnessed. So for you, people are like, oh, how did the Proud Boys start? If you guys knew that there's everywhere that Gavin goes, at least on a college campus, that there's 3,000 kids that want to kill him, you probably do need some quote-unquote Proud Boys to have your back as yeah. a little bit of security.
3: And we're seeing that in the Jan 6 trial. They have all this footage or, or telegram chats of this is war, and this ends now, and no quarter, and we need to start really kicking ass." What they don't understand is the Proud Boys are talking about Antifa. And Mm -hmm. I don't think people who who live outside of the big cities realize the kind of violence and mayhem that Antifa are wreaking on this country. From Molotov cocktails into cop cars, where the guy's getting sentenced to a year probation, to... To actual murder. They murdered Jay Bishop. Mm-hmm. They murdered uh, uh, a, Ashley Babbitt. A, a proud boy who was at a, uh, a funeral for Jay Bishop, ran him over with a car. Uh, I, actually, I don't think he was murdered, but he's in intensive care for weeks. They are out there physically brutalizing people. And, and when they, the right fight, fights back, the media goes, wow, the right is really violent and it's it's ironic because the media is responsible like my speech at penn state with you mm-hmm. was going to be joking about how the media gets it wrong i had all these examples of perception and reality and how they had totally blown it yeah and they shut the talk down and then the media went on about how violent we are so it was like this meta macro thing in a thing where you can't mock the media Because
0: they're going to shut you down and then lie. Yeah, and I think they're still writing about the event. Still? Yeah, I know. Like, every other day, there's somehow there's another story about it. It was the biggest deal. And, like, like, you could even go up there with your words and say something that's going to somehow, like, they think the QAnon shaman can decertify election or your speech is going to somehow, you know, destabilize the republic in which we live in. Yeah, this idea that ideas are going to destroy you. How do
3: we become so weak? You can have, if you're a pedophile, I want to beat you up. But outside of that, like the most heinous thoughts in the world, I'm interested. I mean, I think saying the Earth is flat is ridiculous. I don't see any threat by
0: that. I, I want to hear the guy. That sounds funny to me. No, I mean, listen. I love all different viewpoints. I'm a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist, so I love all uh, ideas. Do you even. think the Earth is flat? No, but I just do. Think, I do think there's some weird stuff with NASA. It's oblong. <laughs> no, I do. This is what I think is: is the moon landing was totally fake. So I don't trust. A I'm lot open of, to that. Yeah, see, you're open to that. So NASA, I'm just. What I'm saying is, this is the primetime Alex Science show, and Gavin McInnes and I are idiots. So do not listen to anything we say. <laughs> but but I want, what I'm saying is I'm not a role model. This is not some role model class. But I want you to question the reality in which we live in. Because, Gavin, if you just ask a question, they want to censor you. If, if you ask, hey, now if I say, is Damar Hamlin vaccinated, they, they literally want to kick me off Twitter. But for two years, they asked you if you're vaccinated, if you want to buy a hot dog at 7-Eleven. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, what? And now I can't even ask a question. So I'm worried about free speech. But we need to use that speech to ask questions.
3: Yeah, it really is a strange time. It's this fear of ideas, this fear of controversy. I love all controversy. I think it's fun. It's like sparring. If you spar in the ring, you become a better fighter. If you debate someone, you become more intelligent, especially if you lose. If you lose the debate, you've been disavowed of a previous misconception you had. You're a better person when you lose a debate. But now they call uh, debating someone giving Nazis a platform. So if you don't follow our leftist dogma, you're giving Nazis a platform. And that really is a bad path to go down because it's groupthink. Yeah, but I I, I remember one time I I, I said on Fox News, on Sean Hannity's show, they're talking about spring break. And I said, my daughter wanted to go to spring break. I'd say, absolutely not. If my son wanted to go to spring break, I said, well, (laughs) use a condom, be careful. And the young Turk said, but that would just be a sausage fest. It would be all dudes. And it's like, wait a minute. I'm not Mao. These are not dictums. When I say something, it doesn't become a national fact that everyone has to follow. But they're in this dictator mentality where if
0: you say something that's bad, it's going to
3: take over the country.
0: Yeah, no, you're exactly right. It's like literally they think it's the worst thing for even questioning asking that just like obvious stuff i mean the people that freaking asked about the election how did joe biden get 81 million votes the most popular person ever and if you even tweet that or you ask that wherever you want to post we just want to say everything was fair and accurate with the election It was the most <laughs> was accurate great. election that the we've machines work great yeah, everything was perfect but i'm saying it's just weird if you ask about it you automatically get shut down so i listen i don't want to be a victim i know you're not a victim that's what i hate too is like the a people. target yeah, you are a target for sure. I mean, literally, as a target, people had these uh, milkshakes with concrete in them, wanting to throw them at Gavin's head. So you're like an actual. <laughs> but but target. Tommy Robinson
3: said that to me, and you were just with him. Yeah, it was Tommy. Ben, he Tommy's said, name. "Never say you're a victim. You're not a victim. You're a target. Yeah. A victim uh, assumes responsibility. A target is just targeted."
0: Well, that's exactly right, because listen, when I called AOC a big booty Latina, she went on the Capitol steps and played like it was the worst sexual harassment she's ever faced, yet at the time when she got elected, she was a 28-year-old Congresswoman. I mean, how could you be a victim? You've had one of the most successful meteoric rises possible. But she still wants to be a victim because that's their whole game plan. So I think that's the problem with society or the youth is that they're all coming up with this participation trophy, you know, victimhood mentality where I, I should – everything's equal. I should be able to get a trophy too.
3: And you need to control the narrative if you're going to make a myth that intense. Like like with MTG, she she said that uh, Jewish space lasers are, are starting fires and you go – I'm guessing that's not true. <laughs> and then you look it up and she says these fires are suspicious. So there could be some sort of laser starting these fires. The Rothschilds and the PG&E are involved in these kind of laser programs and you go, she never said Jew space lasers <laughs> once, but yeah. they run and AOC's running with that narrative now calling her an anti-semite.
0: Yeah, if you say anything about George Soros, if you just say George Soros' name. He man. was an atheist. Yeah. His dad was an atheist. <laughs> and he hated Jews. No. He worked for the Nazis. Seriously, George Soros literally went around during the Holocaust and helped steal stuff from other Jewish people that were in concentration camps. So, I mean, uh, so is, they call him a Holocaust survivor. Is Mengele a Holocaust survivor? <laughs> yeah, well, he got away with it. That's another thing. I mean, gosh, we might get canceled. But this is another thing is that they don't talk about all of the Nazis that went and ran to South America. America they were able to live their life. uh, Dr. Joseph Mengele was famous for being the most crude doctor ever. The Nazis were obsessed with twins. They wanted to see if they could take like a twins eyeball and mix it with the other twins or an arm. So they would oftentimes do these crazy surgeries with twins without anesthesia. So they'd be cutting off kids legs and trying to actually attach it to other kids. So this guy was one of the most apparent disgusting people to ever exist. And he was able, theoretically, they say, rumor, innuendo, speculation, that he was able to go to Argentina and start a whole new life.
3: If if George Soros is a Holocaust survivor, then he's a Holocaust survivor. That (laughs) is the insane narrative these people are pushing.
0: Yeah, and it's a victimhood mentality, but let me tell you something, guys. I'm not a victim. I have a beautiful wife who has a beautiful boyfriend who is a six-foot-tall, 300-pound black man named Dontarius, and I just want to say, Dontarius is probably one of the greatest influences on my life, and the way that he treats my wife is something out of a fairy tale. Uh, I just want to say that, oh, and he's here, Dontarius! Thank you so much for being here, Dontarius! How are you doing, my friend? Pretty good, pretty good. I couldn't miss the first one. Congratulations. Well, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> you know, you know who misses you right now. She's watching this right now. I hope she doesn't get too oh, wow. hot and bothered. But uh, let's not let's, uh, not let's not even mention it. Later. So don't <laughs> If, so, I, if so, I stand back, she will. But I'll. Stay no, deep. don't stand back. because I don't want to get censored on on YouTube. If we show your breasts because gosh, they're over she a C cup, technically we have to censor hey. that. Oh, but so tell okay. me this, Dotarius, how is it? I heard you recently got out of jail. Uh, tell me what happened.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it was just uh, the weather got better. So I decided to like, you know.
0: Uh, come out now. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't a felony, so I
2: just... It's not a know. felony.
0: That's what I say, Dunterius, You know, Listen, we have a rule. If it's no felony, it's no big deal. Misdemeanor in yeah. New York, you just walk out of the jail. So listen, I'm there just saying, go. we got to get you to Texas because it's hard. We only go to vacation to New York so often, and my, my wife misses you, Don so much so that uh, she's making me do things that I... I don't have the upper body strength that you have. So I can't hold <laughs> her in the same positions and it's making things very challenging Dontarius, when she compares sorry, your size man. and girth and power with mine. Yeah. It's just not the same. Yeah.
3: I know it's, it's, it's the, the God given melanin. I'm sorry. I just not too many very of us fun. have that, but, uh, but yeah, the wife is amazing. You, you did an awesome job picking her and, um,
0: and you're yeah, an awesome I'm, boyfriend. I'm you... I, I, look, I know we're just being nice to each other, but you really are. You're a better boyfriend than I ever was to her. Okay, so tell me this, Dontarius. Uh, uh, before you go, I don't know if you know my mm-hmm. guest. You're on with uh, Gavin McKinnis, one of the most censored men on the Internet. He's, he's lost uh, a bunch of oh, profiles. Wow. So tell the people, you know, you've lost. You've, you've faced a lot of censorship on the Internet. Why is that, Dontarius? Why do they always cut off your pages?
3: Ah, uh, they're just, uh, besides being haters, they're just so nitpicky about the content. I mean, they don't want me to show your wife. I mean, what's the They don't problem? want you to show
0: my wife, and I don't want you to show my wife. I'm sick of you showing oh. my wife's tits to all the people at the freaking uh, methadone clinic. Can oh. you stop doing oh. that? Because they're sending me stuff, and I know which methadone clinic you're hanging out at. I know, Dontarius. Oh. Listen, I know which one you're at. You're getting double doses because I know you know the woman that works there. So listen, Dontarius, we're going to have you here very soon. We're going to bring okay. you to Texas. We're going to have you on the show in person because, listen, if okay. it wasn't for the beautiful love that you showed my wife and for you confronting those Ukrainian protesters and getting Joe Rogan's attention, I'm indebted to you for life. So listen, Dontarius, oh, wow. thank you for everything you've done with my beautiful wife. You stay Man, out of jail. No I'm problem. sick. I only have so much bail money. I know the Blaze is paying me, but it's, it's not endless. I'm not, I mean, it's not an endless bank account. I'm not the Ukrainian I, freaking funders I, for the Ukraine war. I, I know. Don't don't let me go now, baby. We'll, we'll fix it all up. The the country's in the right direction, you know. And um, hang in there for the wife. Do it for the wife. For the wife and for you. All right, Don Terrys. I'll talk uh, to you soon. Stay love tuned. Love you guys. Love you, Don Great show.
3: Congratulations.
0: Thank Bye-bye. you. Wow.
3: He's a great guy. He really is. That is that a slight Jamaican accent, I hear?
0: Well, actually, you know, he's Caribbean. Yeah, I think he's from uh, the Dominican Republic. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so even though he looks black, he's actually Spanish. A lot of black Dominicans don't call themselves black. I know he doesn't. It's funny, Dontarius does not call himself black. He calls himself Dominican, which I didn't know. I, you know, it's funny. We learn, we're learning here at Prime Time with Alex Stein. You're going to learn about proper race relations from a race expert named Gavin McInnes.
3: Yeah. I'm also an expert in get off your fucking phone. No, do not talk the to the audience. The no, no, you. no, no, Gavin, that's really rude. You know, you're not breaking the fourth you know? wall. You're, you're, not that, you're the, the
0: studio audience. That. You're on your phone. Okay, see, now we have to break Fuck the fourth off. wall. What people don't is not Jeez seeing is that. Christ, sorry, I'm boring you, Gavin. This and is your show. Shut up. Okay, okay. We can hear all your chattering. Now we're going off Whisper the rails. All right, all most right. annoying background I've ever been a part of. Okay, Gavin is. We're gonna give, we're gonna give him a hint of fentanyl and we're gonna calm him down a little bit. It, it, things are. The
3: Crew and the fucking phone bunch. Leave it in your pocket. You're at a show.
0: You're part of the show. I actually do agree with him. I think security Holy needs shit, to. Holy shit! It's so disrespectful. Can, Fuck. can security take him out? The young the young kid in the front. Throw of all phone. their phones. Okay, well listen, Gavin. We got to be a little more entertaining because they're out there looking at their no, Instagram. No, it's they're that look- old
3: generation, man. It's their crap. And
0: that is true. It's a freaking 18-year-old kid. Why is that? Why are these young kids so addicted to their phone and internet pornography? And are not
3: looking at, like, updates saying, oh, there's a tornado warning in effect. They're just scrolling through some simp garbage Instagram reels of some married woman with big tits. Grow up.
0: Yeah, seriously, guys. You guys are I hope
3: ma- that we're not hanging out tonight. I don't want to see these fuckers.
0: No, you're not going to see them. And guys, tonight we are going to go uh, for a wild night. So I hope, I hope we don't get arrested. I hope we don't overdose and die so we'll be here for tomorrow night. Because Guys, Primetime with Alex Stein is going to be airing three nights a week starting out. We're going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So even though we have a crazy crew and we have a studio audience that likes to stay on their phone and upset my guests, we're here to stay because I'm a pimp on a blimp on Primetime 99, and this is our inaugural episode. So, Kevin, are you calming down? Or are you cool down? I'm worried about no. it because I know. It's like my- I say to my kids, it takes me a lot to get mad, but once I'm mad, I can't get unmad. Is that true we can't because listen I'm triple vaccinated I don't want my I'm myocarditis like 37
3: strikes 37 strikes you're out
0: I don't want to have my myocarditis act up and I, <laughs> when you get all flustered like that my heart starts beating and I have serious scar damage in, uh, on my heart <laughs> tissue so preferably if we could just keep it chillaxed for you know the next 10 15 minutes that would help but if not you no, know, just let it. Let
2: it. Yeah, let what's it the matter? You can
0: have a mad guest. No, I like the mad. Guess. Listen, I want to get. I want to get pissed off. You don't think I want to get mad and throw a chair? But I finally made it, Gavin. I finally did. I finally had my own show. I'm a pimp on a blip, and we're getting mad at a few people on their cell phone. But listen, you are on your cell phone right now, watching this Dad, show. So get off get your phone. No, no, stay on your phone get and watch off the, the show. Phone, do not Stay on your phone. You're do looking at it while you him. walk. Stay what are you watching? Stay on the phone. Stay on the phone. Stay on the phone keep watching me please we need this all right guys we need this i need this the advertisers need this the blaze needs this i need it for my wife and her boyfriend Dontarius <laughs> needs this the most so don't do this for me do not do this for me do this for Dontarius. so is that too much to ask for the first day we already broke the freaking chair
3: Oh, those are durable chairs.
0: These are durable. These are restoration hardware, I believe. I love
3: the idea, though, that, you know, we talk and there's things going on, and then when someone wants to show us something, a clip, or, or say a guest goes on for a while, you can just sort of, you can't do that on other shows. Just no. sort
0: of chill out. That's what this show is. That's why this show's different, because you can just kind of take a nap and just relax, and... Unplug, unwind. This is the first
3: blimp show I've ever been on, and it's amazing the variety of positions you can
0: have in one chair. Yeah, I know my wife, she loves the variety of positions that Dontarius <laughs> allows her to have. <laughs> it's funny, you know, <laughs> something about positions that she just loves. Do you, you've mentioned to her, at many,
3: uh, the, that couple, at many town halls, and it was kind of what uh, put you on the map.
2: Really?
0: Yeah, yeah, it did. You know, honestly, Gavin, it's so funny, kind of, you know, I'm sure you had an unorthodox way of coming up, you know, I know you started advice and this and that, but I started speaking, you know, pretty seriously. I mean, I, might, I was, you know, kind of trolling a little, but I was very serious about the, you know, lockdowns. Do not shut me down! You're shutting down the water phones! Blah, 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 blah. And they didn't Crap, right but as soon as i was like give me my fauci ouchie stick that booster in my coaster <laughs> it was like the biggest freaking deal then you know i go triple viral and now we're talking to a camera in the sky so i don't know it's very <laughs> weird and very surreal sometimes uh but for me i said this earlier i'm not a role model but you got to go out there and create something or try something or attempt something and not be afraid of, of being successful you know that's what i'm saying Gavin. i think people are afraid of, of actually achieving yeah well goals. i think also
3: with you uh not to get too heavy, but I think your mother dying was like getting hit by a train. And after that, you, they're, all bets were off. You became this fearless, happy warrior that is, has, you know, you are totally unafraid of consequences and you'll fight anyone. Like when you jumped into that mob, when she spat on you, People there wanted to kill you, yeah. and if they did, we would have filmed, you would have
0: filmed it as a selfie. But I would have gone so viral if I would have died, <laughs> so it would have been worth it, and that's what people don't realize is, is like, and you do realize, I keep on talking about what people don't realize, I need to stop saying that, but when I lost my mom, and I lost the person I love the most it did kind of create this mindset where it's like, does, does anything matter? Like, it's all going to end anyway, right? So let's go out there and, and live our best life and be unapologetically myself, so.
3: Yeah, you got to do it. Do you think, by the way, your dad is in the audience tonight. Yes. Do you think when you said, the person I love most
0: in my life, your dad, for a split no, second. No, because my
3: dad, no. For a split no, second, it's he so was fun. sort of like, No, oh, it's your okay. no, it's it's so
0: like Dad, you got to come <laughs> on set. Come here, okay, he can come here. Come here, dad, come here. What am I, nothing? Dad, come on. I mean, afraid? she was great and everything, No, Dad, Dad, now you're afraid to come on. What? No, no, just come here real quick. No, no, but Dad... What am can, I? Big zero? Have, no, we have to have the mic. we got to be able to hear you. Come here, hurry, Dad. We only have so much time. So, so, okay. So, Dad, come here, come here. Come on, we got to get you on camera. So, Dad, you know, a lot of people... Do, do you get mad? you got to raise the camera up. Do you get mad when I say that Tucker Carlson is my biological father?
2: <laughs> Fifth Amendment.
0: No, so no question. Okay. And also, does it hurt your feelings when I say that my mom was the person I love the most? Even though I love you equally. I love my... But you know, he knows, guys. It
3: doesn't hurt my feelings at all, because I know he loves his mom and works her. Are there any socks in the entire Stein family?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't have socks. No, look, like, no socks, guys. We don't wear socks in this, in this family. But, uh, Dad, let's do the thing that we used to always get kicked out of Walmart for doing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: Oh, God! <laughs>
0: Oh, my nose! My (laughs) nose! We actually got in trouble. The true story my dad got put in handcuffs out of Walmart. No way. Yes, for CBS. CBS, (laughs) And then I had to redo it uh, so they knew that we were kidding. So, this is my dad. This is the first episode, Pimp on a Blam, guys. So, listen. We don't wear socks. Even though Tucker Carlson's my biological father, this is the man that raised me and that I owe all my success and everything to. Paid for everything, so I wouldn't be here. So thank you for being my adopted dad. Okay, get out of here, dad. Get out of here. You're ruining the vibes of the show. Okay, all right, guys. The the show is almost over. We're running out of time. Things are getting freaking, you know, close to the end. But before we go, guys, we've sold a lot of stuff already. we got Bouillon Max. We've told you about PimpOnABlimpShop.com. And you're probably wondering, what do they sell at PimpOnABlimpShop.com? Well, you know they got the I Love My Big Booty Latina shirts. Oh, my
2: God, that's great. You know
0: that. We got their Big Booty Latinas. So for a little, like, you know, I don't know, like $29.99. I don't even know the price. I'm sure it's expensive if eggs cost $12 a freaking carton. God knows what this shirt costs. But I hope you have a job, and I hope that you have a sense of humor because you can wear this around the office. You're going to look like a pimp on a blimp. And then don't forget, don't forget, when you say pimp, When you say pimp, you can't have it without the pimp that's on the actual blimp. So you see that? You see that? Come on, get your shirt. Wear this around. We need a freaking uh, army of support. We want everybody wearing this. And we got pimp on the front of the shirt. I don't know if you can zoom in. So the kids can get suspended from, from school for wearing that. That's what I love. We want more kids suspended from school. And remember, guys, I'm running for school board February seventeenth, the race starts, so I need your support. But Gavin, what a crazy, crazy episode we have tonight. We should also announce
3: that we're going to be at TK's Comedy Club tonight in Plano, Texas, uh, rocking the stage with our inimitable sense of stand-up.
0: It's technically, and Gavin is a New Yorker, and it is right next to Plano, but it's technically Addison. It's it's TK's on Montfort Boulevard. It's or Montfort Boulevard. It's hard to say. Montfort, but we will be there tonight if you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. But, Gavin, kind of wrap things up before we go. I mean, and Gavin's going to be on the show tomorrow night. We have some other bits planned. So you're like, oh, what did we do tonight? Just wait. Tomorrow night's going to be even a little weirder, more wacky, more eccentric. But, Gavin, what do you want to leave them with on the inaugural debut episode of Primetime with Alex Stein?
3: I want to leave uh, all the people watching with – a truth about this country, and that is, 90% of us are normal. The (laughs) lunatics in the White House, the lunatics in media, these crazy teachers with their trans flags, all of this, this hysteria you see, is the tyranny of a minority of freaks. And look at that, Am I the Only One song. Mm -hmm. It's got like 50 million views (laughs) in various (laughs) platforms, because, The rest of us are normal. So we look at America, we look at Joe Biden's speech last night, we look at uh, Huffington Post and the Daily Beast and we go, this country's lost its way. No, those are just the the squeakiest wheel that's getting the grease. We're still a normal country. We're still good people who are tolerant and open-minded and love the free market and believe in borders. But for some reason, the lunatics are running the asylum and the lunatics are a tiny fraction of this population. So... I know things seem terrible, but don't lose hope. Those people are not us.
0: Well, and Gavin nailed it. Things are not as bad as the media wants you to believe they are. Even though things aren't necessarily great, they're not as bad. And most oftentimes on the street, people are nice to you. You know, people aren't like, oh, my God, I'm not going to check you out because you're a white supremacist. You know, there's this. There are no
3: white supremacists. That's all a myth. And as soon as we can get the White House back and maybe have some alternative media that's telling the truth, people are going to think that this country is insane and will still be mocked by the rest of the world, but the actual country itself, when you walk outside, when we land this, this blimp mm-hmm. and actually start walking the streets,
0: all those guys are pretty cool guys. Yeah, I agree. And, and like even the people that I disagree with ideologically, a lot of the times I can probably find some common ground, but people don't want to find common ground. You know, they're like the nuts don't. Well, you don't have a mask on. You know, that's the mask is the MAGA hat for the left. But seriously, that stupid mask or that vaccine divided us. in such a like hard and fast left and right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's almost I'm almost kind of worried. How do we redirect or course? Correct. We got to bring back bullying. Yeah, I agree.
3: Wedgies are the wave of the future.
0: And mockery. We got to mock
3: them. (laughs) Mockery and wedgies, and not just a little wedgie. I'm talking about atomic wedgie, where the waistband comes off.
0: I agree. You need to hang them on a tree. We want them hanging on their basketball loop. No more participation trophies. We need some swirlies in the toilets. We need some freaking bullies to stand up for America, guys. So listen. I want you guys to go and support Gavin at censor.tv. Listen, I keep on telling you to listen, just don't listen, just watch, all right? I'm primetime99 Alex Sein. This is the inaugural episode of primetime with Alex Sein. So this is the first time you're watching this, but every episode starting out, we're going to end in what we call the freestyle finale. I'm the number 1 town hall terror rapper to ever exist. Nobody has dropped bars at a city council meeting like I have. Not 50 Cent, not Tupac, not Eminem, not Biggie. I am the king of all city council raps. So with that guys, we're introducing our first segment or the first time doing our freestyle finale segment. It, man. You keep
2: it the same I'm doing my thing.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Primetime 99, Alex Stein, and this has been Primetime with Alex Stein. And every show, we're going to end with a little freestyle rap. So DJ, let me hear that beat, dog. Oh, now we going. Now we going. Oh, DJ, about taking wow! I'm Primetime. Just right, and you know i am always right mtg was super great she was five minutes late but we don't care here at the show all you are is a bitch asshole i'm proud tax double none that and, and you know i got his hand one more time i go insane and i do it for the ukraine that's a linsky did you see I want to be with you on the cover of Vogue? I'm a pimp, and I'm going wrong. One more time, I'm in mad. And they call me Alice that I'm a pimp on a blimp. And I hump <laughs> all night long. I'm a hump you in my thong. I'm a hump you right or wrong. One more time, I'm mad. and And you know, I grind and shine, and I go, these things I do it for the Ukraine. All right, on Primetime Time 99, Alex. That was the first episode. So stay tuned. Thank you to Gavin, guys. Give it up Please. for Gavin McInnes, the real king of the i On Primetime Time 99. Stay tuned. This is the first of many shows. Hold on, baby. We're about to go for a bumpy ride.